Okay, everyone, welcome to episode three. Welcome back to Dear Abby. If you tuned in to get a positive, uplifting couple of, well, hour. Okay, if you wanted some uplifting, fun, lighthearted, some good laughs, some good listens, turn this off because I am a monster right now. I'm starting my period probably tomorrow. So I'm raging and I have been in horrible headspace all day. I'm not going to lie. I sometimes don't know like how recovered I am. I think I'm starting to become like almost obsessive about that. And I mean, because I really want to recover because it was so horrible when I was at my worst with my um, obsessive compulsive disorder. So I just really don't want to go back there and I'm just scared. And I just need to get rid of the fear of fear, I guess. But easier said than done. I'm just exhausted. I feel like when I watch too many TikToks or too many like uplifting things or I don't know, like I need to relax on like the Christian TikTok sometimes because it's just over very overwhelming for my religious OCD and like moral scrupulosity and stuff like that. I just I want to make sure I'm a good person and all of that stuff and that my thoughts are okay and all of these things and I just can't get certainty about that. So it just makes me spiral. And you can tell that's what's been going through my head because I'm talking very fast and not thinking about what I'm saying. So that's where I'm at today. I've just felt kind of not to be a Debbie Downer, but I do want my podcast to be not just fluffy stuff because I think fluffy stuff is great. And there's a time where fluffy stuff is helpful and it's useful and it helps make light of things. But sometimes things aren't light, so we shouldn't make light of them, if that makes sense. I think just all of the trauma that I've been through in the sense of we're getting right in. So sorry, not sorry. This is, I've just been in a really bad headspace all day and not all day, but I'd say probably 80% up until this point. I went to the climbing gym and I immediately, I did like maybe three climbs, like warm ups, and then I kept climbing. And then I was trying this one climb. I did it a couple times and I just immediately stopped because I couldn't get in. I just got pissed off. And normally I would just get back up there and keep trying, but not today. I was exhausted and I wanted to cry and I didn't want to cry in the middle of the gym and I felt stupid that I wanted to cry because it's not a big deal because it's just a stupid climb but it's like it was something deeper obviously and I just like get tired sometimes from just dealing with it all I guess um this is not supposed to be a depressing episode but it's probably going to turn into something that hopefully isn't depressing but is it probably will be melancholy um I'm just not the type of person, it doesn't feel good to me to just be talking about random stuff um, when I feel like this, and I'm just going to trust that that's for a reason, and I'm just going to go with what I want to talk about, and what I feel like would maybe be helpful for someone out there that's listening. I just, it, it just feels like I haven't caught up, and that's probably the best way to describe it. It's like my life has changed so much in the past year, and it all happened like within two months and I still remember my first intrusive thought after I'd taken that stupid delta a gummy and had all that weird stuff I immediately felt sick I 
felt panic and I was like ew why did I think that thought like my head just started spinning and I felt sick I felt like that's just kind of how it all started and I think from there it just spiraled out of control I would constantly seek reassurance to make sure I'm a good person I needed to hear that I'm a good person because I couldn't prove it yeah it's just that's kind of how it all started and I feel like I'm in such a better place and my OCD tells me I'm not but I know I am I still get weird thoughts like that and I don't actually get anxiety anymore about them and sometimes I'm I try to look for the anxiety but I think that's compulsive too because the anxiety makes you it reassures me that it is like an ego dystonic thought which just means it's opposite of who you are and like your morals and values and stuff that it just has been a traumatizing experience honestly when it was really bad I just was really dark. I did not want to keep, I don't want, I don't want to stay here. Um, and then in the middle of feeling like I'm the worst person on earth, having your husband up and leave and basically just confirm that for you. I think I have always had a pretty good head on my shoulders when it came to that. And I know it's not all about me logically, emotionally. I think that's just going to take time to really feel that and really believe that because logically I can tell myself, yes, it's, it's just, maybe he just didn't love me. He wasn't ready. He wasn't mature. Um, he was scared. He had his own issues he hadn't dealt with or whatever. Um, he didn't understand what marriage was when he got married. Like I also believe that I'm not perfect. Therefore, like I probably did make it hard. I think I'm probably a hard person to be married to because I don't know, but I'm sure I am. And like, I know things that I could do better. And now I've improved on those, but I feel like deep down it like hasn't surfaced yet. And it slowly surfaces, but there's just still this like piece that's like dead (laughs) that just feels rejected. And again, logically, it's like, I know that it's more complicated than that, but I don't think that that gives enough credit to the feeling, and it's just really hard, to be honest, to heal from that. Sorry, I don't know why I'm even talking about any of this. I just felt like I turned on my mic, and I was like, and I was like, okay, I'm just gonna talk about whatever I feel like I should talk about, and people do like hearing this stuff because I think, at least for me, it's comforting when other people talk about how hard life can be and how dark life can feel and get and it's not easy for me to have hope sometimes like that's not easy and so when people are like well you know you have a lot to be grateful for it's like yeah I logically I know that and I I will count my blessings but I don't feel any different I don't feel gratitude I just feel worthless honestly I guess if you if someone around you just isn't feeling grateful even though they have a lot to be grateful for don't shame them further I think they are aware of that and they just we're all just trying to to feel a bit better and I think just with my OCD again I'm I'm seriously so much better I don't spiral um and if I do it's very short and I can like I don't jump into the rabbit hole I don't click on the thoughts as often as I used to um, my rumination time is down like hours a day. I'm not kidding you guys. It used to be 24-7 for months. Like every second of every day I was ruminating. I was trying to solve everything. I was 
I was praying. I was compulsively seeking reassurance. I was like, it just, and then sometimes my OCD is like, yeah, but you're, OCD doesn't look OCD doesn't look like this person's and you don't have a bunch of external compulsions so it's probably not even OCD probably just it just is continuous and I and I just have to observe it and witness it and it and it's just uncomfortable and it's just exhausting and even when I'm not doing the compulsions it it's not like I, I feel better doing it or not doing it I, I don't actually feel that much better if you're on the road to OCD recovery or you just started or wherever you're at in your journey or even if you've recovered, um, you're not alone and that's with any kind of mental health um, issue that you're having or mental illness. Sometimes I just have to tell myself and maybe this is reassurance but I think sometimes it just... I need something to keep me going. And OCD is the seventh most debilitating disease. And that's not even a, a mental diseases uh, or illness. I don't, I don't think it's disease or illness or something. But seventh most debilitating illness, I think, is what it is. Um, and that's not just mental illness. That was, of all illnesses, the most debilitating, seventh most debilitating. And... I learned that fact when I was first learning about OCD and I was like, that makes sense. Um, it makes you doubt everything about your life and it doesn't make your body feel safe or your mind feel safe. There's nowhere to run. So I'm just working on getting, <laughs> constructing my life. Like I'm deconstructing and then reconstructing my life and it's just really painful the reason I wanted to share any of that is to a get it off my chest in a selfish way. Um, hopefully someone can at least not feel alone in their struggles. That's really my motive for podcasting or getting myself out there is to be someone that helped me when I was recovering and still am. But someone that I heard their story and I was like oh my gosh I'm actually not alone in this I think one massive problem that people with mental illness and I think honestly every human being does this is we isolate ourselves purposefully um once we've been isolated or someone has isolated us like they've just left us out or they've abandoned us left us whatever um we just start to immediately isolate ourselves. I do this all the time. I, when I can never be present with people because I'm always like, if they knew the thoughts in my head, if they knew what I've really been going through, if they knew all of these things, like they would not even want to have a conversation with me. Yeah, sometimes I do believe that. Um, I'm trying to work on that belief, but it's just really hard to be honest. Um, and so I'm trying, my goal, one of my goals for 2023 is to show more affection and to allow myself to be helped and to allow myself to be loved. And I think that will probably be the hardest thing, honestly, of this year. And I have a lot of goals for this year, but that's probably going to be the hardest one is to trust and let people love me. So anywho, we're in this together. If you're struggling with whatever, um, we're all messed up and we all have our problems and that doesn't make us any less worthy of being loved or 
our ability to love isn't taken away. And really choice is just the biggest thing I think that we have and to just choose to create good habits and be nice to yourself habitually and eventually it'll feel more true. That's a lot easier said than done because I know what thoughts come up and how your brain can trick you into not doing that. Um, I know how loud that bully can be and how shameful it is sometimes when you give in and you listen. That's probably all I'm going to say for today on that topic, on those topics. I talked about like 20,000 things. I honestly did not want to talk before. I just was not, I just was not in the mood to record at all. I was so mean to myself. I would did not, I was like, who cares literally what I have to say? Literally who cares? And I don't even, I barely even care. So I'm just being real with you guys. So you're probably going to witness a self-discovery journey, truly. Um, Because that's where I'm at right now. I'm not at a place where everything's figured out. I don't think anyone's in that place, even though they might appear to be. I hope I'm a little bit different, you know, in a year. Sheesh. I hope I'm not just saying the same old things. I don't want to be the 40-year-old that still is mad about their divorce that they had when they were 20. But to be fair, it's not even a full year, so I feel like I have some some time still, you know. Maybe that's toxic of me, but I don't really care. I don't want to be bitter. I really don't want to be bitter. That's like actually a fear of mine. I guess my advice and my experience is to just keep, just keep pushing one more day of doing a b or c one more day just don't make any decisions now just one more day and of whatever you're doing even if it's just like school you're like i literally can't do this anymore unless you have a dream of something else but if you're you're working towards something just one more day before you quit one more day this is something i i so for ocd recovery you have to write uncertainty scripts i don't know why i said that like that uncertainty scripts where you basically it's you I, I mine's just a voice memo but it's um i maybe will show one one day but it's it's basically just me saying hey i know you have an urge to figure a b or c out you will never know you will never figure it out and you will just hurt yourself in the process of trying you will never know just let it go feel the urge feel the discomfort i don't know what this feeling means but feel it and then let it go don't attach to it you know, that kind of stuff. And in one of my scripts, it just says, uncertainty doesn't have to be scary. What if uncertainty is really the most beautiful and most hopeful thing that we have if you're in pain? I think it was this guy I was listening to. He was a Navy SEAL and he said, I don't remember what the story was, but he said, what if you know, I can do it. Or what if I keep going and everything actually turns out okay? What if I do A, B, and C and I succeed? Or what if I win? What if I get that job? What if, you know, OCD is a liar and my life will actually be really fulfilling and good? You know, that kind of stuff. So, that's it for mindfulness, mental health stuff. I'm exhausted about thinking about it, to be honest. I just don't want to think about it anymore.
Okay, I do have a game that I wanted to play with everyone. And I'm going to give you five seconds, literally. Okay, maybe not five seconds. We're going to play Two Truths and a Lie. Um, I will obviously be saying it because you guys are listening. Therefore, you cannot say anything. You don't know. I'm not even going to hear if you're right or wrong. So you're going to have to be honest about it. Hold yourself accountable for, you know, whether you got right or you got it right or wrong. So I'm going to go through a couple of these and then I'll give you some time to just guess in your head, whatever, and see if you are good at this game or not. So here we go. Two truths and a lie. I am 24 years old. I used to play the ukulele and I play Apex online. That's a video game. Okay, the lie is I'm actually 25. So I'm not 24. Gotcha. I'm sure you look like a real idiot right now. Sitting in your car or wherever you are. Um, yeah, I'm 25. Just one year off. Ooh, so close. Okay, next one. I'm 24. I'm just kidding. I love pasta. I hate broccoli. And I eat a breakfast burrito almost every single morning. Which one's the lie? If you guessed breakfast burrito every morning, you are correct. I don't ever eat breakfast burritos. But I was actually just telling Kean that I wanted to start eating those every morning because that sounds... I used to be a sweet gal in the morning. I'm 100% salty now and savory. Like, I want grease. I want crunchy. I want... Crunchy doesn't necessarily mean savory, but I want salty. I want oil. I want salt. I want eggs, you know, potatoes. I want sustenance. I don't want sugar. Sick. I'm sick of sugar at this point. I like sugar at night and during the day and sometimes in the morning after I eat breakfast. Okay, next one. I hate wearing the color black. I love the color gray and I love the color pink. Which one's the lie? I feel like it's obvious. The lie is that I hate black. I love wearing black. I love wearing black. Half my outfits are just all black. Um, I do. Gray's okay, you know? Um, I actually love pink. I used to actually not really like pink. I don't necessarily like wearing it. I don't think it's that good of a color on me. Maybe it is, but I feel like it just flushes me out. Um, but I do like pink stuff. So I feel like I'm a little bit more girly than I used to be. Which takes me to my next one. I could play Devil Went Down to Georgia on Guitar Hero 3 on Expert. I have have four brothers and one sister. And... A goal in 2023 is to be able to do the splits, the middle splits. Also, why did my camera just go out of focus? Because I have to scoot in the middle. If you guessed that the lie is 
I can play Guitar Hero. Well, not gonna, if you guess that the lie is I can play Devil Went Down to Georgia on Expert, you are correct. That is the lie. I have never been able to finish it on Expert, only on Hard, and then I'd get like halfway through Devil Went Down to Georgia, and I would never be able to finish it. <sighs> sad, sad, sad. I cringe at myself every single time I record my podcast. I'm not going to lie. I can't. I'm the one that edits it. And it's just. Oh, it's horrible. It's absolutely horrible. Big mistake. I got to have someone else edit it for me. I can't do. I can't deal with it. Um. Okay. This is my last one. I'm horrible at taking care of houseplants. They always die. I used to have two dogs growing up. And I love almost every single topping on a pizza. I'm not picky with my toppings at all. Which one's the lie? Ooh. <coughs> wrong. If you guessed the pizza one, you're wrong. If you guessed the plant one, you're wrong. The truth or wait, uh, wait, the lie is... I did not have two dogs. We had one dog and then we had to give it up to the pound. So that was a very traumatic day in my childhood. I don't want to talk about it. Okay, fine. I will talk about it. She, I think she had some trauma and my mom's not a dog person. She gets really anxious around dogs. So it just was really hard. It just wasn't working out and it was technically Chelsea's dog. So I actually remember going to like PetSmart or Petco and going to training things like a training program and poor little Chelsea was trying to control like this really aggressive dog and it just we couldn't get it trained up um, enough to where it was safe really so I have a memory in my head of my older brother (laughs) locking I have a memory of my older brother locking my little brother outside with the dog and the dog would be kind of scary like it would I don't think it, it probably would try to bite I don't know but I had that vision in my head of Clay laughing at them while they're outside and freaking out because the dog's running. It just, I'm glad it wasn't me, you know? Sometimes it was, and I'm just glad it wasn't that day. I'm glad it was them. Everything was fine. They didn't actually get bit, but it was horrifying to watch. That's one of those scenarios where as another younger sibling, when your older sibling's teasing the younger ones, and you're not the one being teased, you are, you are kicking back. You kick back and you just watch that go down and you're just glad it's not you. Felt good sometimes not to be the butt of the joke. But I'm going to be honest, sometimes it does feel good because you get attention and I do be loving me some attention. So God really blessed me with a really dramatic life this far. But I'm I'm kind of over the drama. <laughs> I'm exhausted. <clears throat> that was my last one. I'm trying to come up with better games. I'm trying to come up with good games I can just do alone, you know, and have some fun. So I will do better at the games. You know, that's on me. As far as life update goes, not mental health wise, I realize that my life is pretty much the same. Every week it's work, work my other jobs, work my other job, um, play Apex, 
destroy people in Apex do a ton of damage. A ton of damage. Kill everyone in Apex and have some good food. Maybe go out to eat once a week. Watch my nephew. I'm obsessed with him. OCD recovery and that's pretty much my life every single week over and over again and I'm not complaining I am not complaining well technically I was complaining I did complain the first 20 minutes of the podcast so I do complain sometimes I'm not perfect I think that's pretty much it for life update that's so boring I have to I have to write stuff down or else I will forget everything that's happened in my week. I'm realizing. I, I always think I could just get here and I remember everything from the past week, but that's never happened thus far. So I need to start writing. I just need to bring a journal, like a podcast journal. And then I write all of my thoughts, everything I want to talk about, everything that happened. That's interesting. And so I can share it with you guys. But I think that's going to be it for today. It's a little bit of a shorter one. I hope that you enjoyed this. It was kind of all over the place. So thank you for bearing with me. As I vented today, pretty much is what it was. I'm grateful that you guys are listening. If you listen to the whole thing, um, if you could share, like, subscribe, that would be so helpful, so awesome. Um, share it to your stories on Instagram. I just want to reach as many people as I can, find the right people because I really don't care that much about quantity necessarily. I mean, that would be helpful uh, money-wise, but quality is kind of more important to me and who listens in the sense of I do want, you know, to reach the people that would enjoy this type of podcast. Yeah, I just want to reach the right audience So if you think there's someone that might enjoy this style of podcast, please, please send it to them. I'd be very appreciative of that. I hope I can get my cover art soon and get like an RSS feed, all that shiz, so I can get it uploaded onto Spotify and everything else. But for now, this is just all we're doing. Um, But I'm really excited to keep going. And thank you guys for listening. And that's where I'm at. Thank you.